Days. Tan Talk. Entertaining and informative radio for the Sunshine State. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than FLACarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, FLACarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at FLACarshows.com. been waiting for him, asking for him. Now he's here. Who are you? My name is Bond, James Bond. He's back in a new Bond spectacular. Welcome to hell, Blofeld. He's back. Good evening. And we're back to what great movies are all about. Hey, what the hell is this? Hey, listen, you can't do this to me. I've got friends in this town. Outrageous, fun-making thrills. I didn't know there was a pool down there. He's back. The character who runs rings around his enemies in Diamonds Are Forever. 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 And they're back. Some rare facets of female bondage. Well, that's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I don't dress for the hired help. Starring Jill St. John, Charles Gray, and he's back as Blofeld, 007 style. Good evening, 007. From the Diamond Territory of South Africa. Curious. How everyone who touches those diamonds seems to die. The canals of Amsterdam to the gaming halls of Las Vegas. Hi, I'm Plenty. But of course you are. Plenty O'Toole. Named after your father, perhaps. To the rocket sites of Nevada. Sean Connery, alias James Bond 007, is back in action. Radio and Cars. Well, 
Sirs, welcome. You're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers in Google 10, talk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studios in downtown Clearwater. Don't forget to check out our website, golfstreammotorsports.com, where you can find out all about us. And if you've missed any of our past shows, don't forget to check out nostalgicradioandcars.com. Good evening, Bobby. How are you? Good evening. That's the website. That's the website. Well, okay, so this is December 6th. Tomorrow's December 7th. That's Pearl Harbor Day. And, uh, you know, that was when uh, we had a little issue with the Japanese. They kind of flew a few planes over uh, Hawaii and started a little skirmish. And we settled it with two little bombs. One, what, fat boy? And the other one was a little man or something like that. But anyway, neither here nor there. I'm not talking about that, although we need to celebrate that day. To some extent, and uh, but tomorrow, fifty years ago. This is the one I was. This is the one I'm looking for. (laughs) Fifty years ago. Okay, set your watch by direct your calendars. Yeah, Yeah. fifty years ago today, uh, or tomorrow, I and at about seven, seven o'clock. Now earlier than that in the morning, I had my first little motorized mishap myself. By coincidence so i was on my way to school i was leaving clearwater beach i had my 1965 austin healy 3000 mark three and uh i was minding my own business as i was leaving the beach and uh this girl come up behind me and i'll never forget it, it was a white chevy nova brand new 73 nova and she came up behind me pretty quick and i tried to kind of get out of her way a little bit and when i did my Healy started sliding, turning, and uh, like skidding, kind of like, you know, like it uh, lost traction. And I spun around on the little Memorial Causeway Bridge down here on Clearwater Beach. And I bounced off the bridge the first time, hit the railings, kind of slid up, hit the railings, spun around again, hit it the second time. And wound up in the middle of the street, so the bridge actually. And I was a little by my own lonesome. Now I had just got my driver's license Monday, October twenty fifth, nineteen seventy two. So I hadn't even been driving not even six weeks, four week, five weeks. So uh, you just you just never know. So at any rate, I bought my Austin Healey on December first. So I had the car, not even six days, six full days, really. And there was an old 65 Austin Healey. It was actually sitting right up the street here underneath a big oak tree um, by O'Keefe's restaurant. They had an oak tree sitting off to the um, east of the building there on that little side street. Not Jeffers, but the other one. And I remember walking over and looking at it. My mom was with me. And they were asking, I don't know. Eight, nine hundred bucks, nine hundred bucks, something like that for it. And a girl had owned it. And it was a Euro version. So the speedometer was in kilometers. So the speedometer in a U.S. car or a British car would be 140, and a Euro car is 220. And I thought that was kind of cool. And it was a 65, and it had the windshield and the, and the top and everything like that. And I kind of liked that also. Plus, it had the wood grain dash. That was the second year for the wood grain dash. They had the wood grain dash in 64, mid year 64. So this is what they called an Austin Healy MK3 3000 Phase 1. Then they changed it to a phase two in 66 and 67, and that was the last year. And supposedly they said some were built after 68. Oh, so we got a caller. Uh, do you think this story wasn't going to make no, college? Wait, 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 let me finish my story first before okay. I get the caller on there. So anyway, so on the 6th, which would be today, 50 years ago, I went to Midas Muffler on Gulf of the Bay, and I bought an exhaust system for the car because it was very, very bad. And it was lap. But on, on the December 1st, when we bought the car, I mean, it was the car was just like sitting on an oak tree. It was full of bugs. I mean, there were like 10 million cockroaches. You know, uh, the whole state of Florida must have just uh, cockroaches lived in the thing, in this thing. But anyway, so I went to Sears, bought a battery. I paid a big whopping $475 for the car and bought a new battery. And then I drove it around and nearly asphyxiated myself for about three, four days. Then finally I broke down and bought, I couldn't afford the whole exhaust system, so I got part of the exhaust system, at least enough with a muffler and two tailpipes out the back, which was actually pretty cool. And then on December 6th, they had a parade in downtown Largo, and we kind of caught the tail end of that. So that was kind of fun. I had my sister in the car with me and her friend, and we were just buzzing around, so that was cool. And then the next morning, oh, well, 
there she was. So it got hauled off to the body shop, and a guy come running out from under the bridge said, "I saw it, I saw it, I saw it," you know, and says, "Oh, I saw it. I'm, I'll be your witness." Well, when the sh- when the cop showed up, there was nobody there except me, 16 years old, five weeks of driving, uh, resulting in an accident, one car accident. So naturally, I got charged and I got six points. wasn't happy about that. Then of course they called my house and my dad answered the phone, which is not what you want. And then can mom come get me anyway? Long and short of it, that was that. But there's more to the story. But anyway, so who's on the phone here? Well, we got a couple. Oh no! Here let's we go. Let's start with let's, let's, the, the lady. <laughs> the lady. Oh, this must be. Hello, Robbie. Is this Charlene? This is Shirley. I'm the one that hit you. Oh, you're the one that hit me. It's me. You know, I'm really sorry. I got some bifocals. You know, I joined the Jerry Lewis Club of the bifocals. It was like, lady, lady. And and I had the wrong bifocals on. And ever since then, I've been hitting people left and right. Matter of fact, I ran into a guy named Al. He had an old Mustang. It looked like a Shelby, but it wasn't. Anyway, long story short. I was the guy, uh, well, the lady, well, I'm a guy, well, I'm a guy now, but I was the lady who hit you. <laughs> so you're a guy now, you're a transgender? Well, we'll just, let's just say I'm on the other side of the street. You're on the other side of the street, okay, well, that's good. You stay over there, and you'll be fine. <laughs> anyway, we'll see you at the next car show, and uh, I'm going to be walking this time. Okay, that's good, and with a walker, right? Yeah, I know Walker. He's a good friend of mine. No, yeah, he no. might be there, too. <laughs> no, with a Walker. You're going to be walking. Because it's been 50 years. So if you were the old fart back then that caused my accident, you got to be, like, really ancient now. <laughs> now listen, I'm, I'm 78, and I'll run, I'll run, I'll run rings around you. <laughs> well, so what, you're, that, that's what makes bets. We'll see you at the car show. All right, thank you. Stay well. See ya, Charlene. <laughs> and sure. now you have Jim wanting to. Jim, Jim, Jim. Who's this now? Oh, this this is this Jimmy. I'd like to congratulate you on your on your celebration now. Uh, Charlene now makes sure of Charlene's transgender or gluten free. Nineteen seventy-two. Is that when you? Is that how far back you go? Nineteen seventy-two. We go back to nineteen seventy-two. That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. Well, that's about when the gas prices were going, man. And I wrote a joke uh, back then, nineteen seventy-two. What do you get when you cross Dracula with a snowman? I have no idea. What do you get when you cross Dracula with a snowman? You get frostbite. You get frostbite. <laughs> God bless you. Uh, uh, I congratulate you, and I hope I hope Charlene brings you in a gluten-free trans Jerry Berry pie. <laughs> Don't make me come up. I'm sorry. I got to call you back. All right, take care. Wait, don't you just love it when uh, your listeners call in? And you can have fun yep. with them. Yep, 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 yeah. Well, it's, Alan hasn't chimed well, in yet, so Alan's got to... It's we'll not do. even Christmas, and you're already... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're already getting uh, wishes on the air. Okay, wishes. Speaking of wishes, let's go and uh, wish some uh, really cool music so we can... On uh, another birthday... Uh, yeah, well, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison's birthday is in two days. So uh, the day after uh, Pearl Harbor on December eighth, and uh, his dad was actually an admiral in that uh, uh, in that deal. Anyway, hey, you tune into Nostalgic Radio Cars. Don't touch that dial. Here's a little uh, Jim Morrison. Gloria.
knock upon my door Climbing up my stairs Looking for car shows? Then look no further than FLACarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, FLACarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at FLACarshows.com. You may be owed some money. After 911 and 411, call 541. That's 727-541-1741. Call Gulfstream Motorsports for a diminished value report. Due to my 28 years experience in the auto salvage business, I'm very good with wrecks. So if your car has been involved in a wreck, call me for a diminished value report. Call 727-541-1741. You may be owed some money for the lost value of your repaired vehicle. And visit us at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Okay, we're back, and you tune in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I guess we got Alan. I, we have to, you know, all good things are three. So if we're going to have one comedian wannabe, two comedians wannabe, might as well have a real comedian. <laughs> Let's welcome Alan to the show. Alan, hey, who's the gym guy? Was that uh, Charlene the posing? Guy, it? That was that um, um, class you took in high school you had to run last. No, 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 no. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what's your comment there, Alan? <laughs> Actually, December 6th is an anniversary for me, too, the first anniversary. Is it? Of what? Um, last December 6th. Hardy, har, har, <laughs> har, har. <laughs> well, I did say comedians. I mean, all good things are three, so uh, you're on a roll, Alan. You're on a roll. Yeah. Actually, I went to the save a lot today, and I went to grab my cart. And there was a box of shirt scampi in it. Someone left. It was still cold, so I'm having it right now for supper. For real? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you can't make you can't make this stuff up, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so All anyway, right. yeah. The guy with the radial engine that you sent me the thing on. Yeah. Okay, I sent it to the guy that has got a website for the constellations, so he acknowledged me today. So oh, I'm he did. Put it on the website. So people that rebuild those planes can have some extra parts playing around. I couldn't tell if it had the turbos or anything on it, but it's a Constellation engine. And was that a, was that a Lockheed plane? The Const- yeah, yeah. it was okay. Well, Lockheed I thought Lock I thought Lockheeds were good planes back in the day, but just in that particular case, the motor wasn't that great. Is that what it was? You're right. Yeah, they didn't they didn't step them step up and buy a Pratt and Whitney. <laughs> they bought a right instead, and there you go. And the right was wrong. Yeah. Har, har, har. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, yeah. you know, I, there okay, we four, go. Yeah, four comedians. Four comedians. <laughs> All right, Al, we got a guest. we got to get on the show here in a few minutes, but thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see you soon. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start you because I just ate and I'm full. You're Later. just okay, Bye. <laughs> All right, on that note, Bobby's going to fire up the stereo again, and we're going to No, pull. not quite. Not quite? Oh, okay. You want me to keep running my mouth here yes, a little I bit? Do. He wants me to keep talking. Yakety yak, talk, don't talk back. Okay. So, anyway, uh, one of the things I want, uh, something else I did today. No, uh, this past weekend, they had the Gasparilla Concourse over here in uh, in uh, Lutz. And uh, a big shout out to our friends over there, the Pastorias, because they did a great job. The one thing I liked about it, it set the country club over there. So, that's kind of nice. So, the setting was good. The Cal- of her cars were excellent. I mean, you know, this is in its third year, second year at this particular location, and uh, you need to check it out, GasparillaConcourse.com. And uh, but they had a really, really nice selection, a good variety of cars. That's what I like to see when I go to a car show. Is I want to see a variety of cars. I don't really want to see a hundred Mustangs, a hundred Corvettes, a hundred Mopars, a hundred whatever. I want to see a variety of cars because the people are interesting, just as equally as interesting as the cars are. Well, one of the things that they had there is they had two cars. 
They were drag cars. Um, they were recreations of the Herbert Platt, Hubert Platt, uh, Georgia Shaker cars. So the son was there, Alan Shake, uh, Alan Shaker, Alan Pratt. Okay, so I was talking to him a little bit about the cars. I got a picture of him. He had the Falcon there with the 427 camera in it, and he had the bo- uh, the uh, Maverick there with the Boss 429 in it. So I asked him. I said, "Where'd the name Georgia Shaker come from? Where'd the name Shaker come from?" He says, "Well, Georgia naturally, because my dad's from Georgia, and Shaker, because back in the day." In the 60s, you know, if you were a mover and a shaker, you were somebody that got things done. Well, obviously, it didn't matter what business you were in, whether you're in real estate, whether you're a developer, whether you were, uh, you know, into the fast food business, or whether you're in the car business or in racing. So he considered himself a shaker. And the reason he wanted Georgia shaker is because he considered himself, you know, pretty. Um, let's just say uh, 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 instrumental in, in in the world of drag racing and the fact that he was from Georgia, hence Georgia Shaker. So it was pretty cool. So we're going to invite Alan on our show and we're going to talk a little bit about Now he was a kid. He had some pictures of his dad while he was racing. He sat in the car. He was probably four, five, six years old, which is kind of cool. So it wasn't like he was there when his dad was really in the heyday of his racing in the 60s and early 70s. When when he was old enough to drive, his, his dad had kind of gotten out of it. And actually went in the construction business but anyway so we're looking forward to having him on the show anyway bobby's got us all queued up for our next song then we're going to get our guests on the show we're going to be right back don't touch that dial you are listening to nostalgic radio and cars private banker to the world's terrorists, which would explain how he could set up a high-stakes poker game at Casino Royale in Montenegro. If he loses this game, he'll have nowhere to run. You're the best player in the service. The Treasury has agreed to stake you in the game. But if you lose, our government will have directly financed terrorism. I will be keeping my eye on our government's money and off your perfectly formed house. You noticed. I hope our little game isn't causing you to perspire. It doesn't bother you killing those people. Well, I wouldn't be very good at my job if it did. How's our girl melted your cold heart yet? James, get the girl out. You're not going to let me in there. You've got your armor back on. I have no armor left. You've stripped it from me. Whatever is left of me. Whatever I am. I'm yours. The only question remains. 
Will you yield? In time? Hi everyone, Justin Bell here, race car driver turned TV and web host. I'm still trying to work out what that means. Anyway, I am the co-host of the talk show with Tommy Kendall around all the IMSA races. And right now we're on Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back. Thank you there, uh, Justin. Now, in case you're wondering which song that was I played a few minutes ago, it was actually Robin Trower and Day of the Eagles. So that's a pretty cool song. But now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, sports car guys, it's time to introduce our special guest for the evening. This gentleman is the owner and founder of Palm Beach Classics, but not only Palm Beach Classics, which deals in some amazing German, fine German automobiles, but also the founder of the most, let's say, Interesting and fascinating car show in South Florida, the Palm Beach Concourse. I'm delighted to welcome to the show this evening, Cindy Vallon. Cindy, how are you? Good, Robert. How are you tonight? Pretty good. Now, I played Casino Royale, the movie trailer, because there's a Casino Royale uh, thing to your event this week. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the Palm Beach Classics? And uh, our first, let's go to the Palm Beach Concourse and what the uh, what's what, what we can expect for this weekend. Absolutely love it. Well, I, I was just laughing when I was listening to the Casino Royale James Bond uh, song. It's like, oh my God, that's so cool. So again, thank you, Robert, for having me tonight. So yes, you are correct. Hold uh, uh, down on something on the phone there. Hang on. We'll get him right back. Okay, no worries. We'll try it. That can happen. That's called a minor, minor, minor technicality. But anyway, yes, the Palm Beach Concourse is this weekend, and this is now in its third year. So um, it takes place of the golf course down there in Miami. Or no, excuse me, Fort Lauderdale and Palm Beach. Boy, I'll get this straight. And uh, it's really, really, you know, concourse, when they take place on a on – a, on a golf course setting, and I don't know who started it, but uh, but I'll reference Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. It's just the ideal settings. Easy to get around, looks good. The green backdrop, the golf course, it's just uh, it's pretty amazing. And then the way they lay out the cars. Now, last year I was at the Palm Beach Concourse, and uh, again, Sydney did an excellent job. And not only did he have some amazing cars, but he had a great variety of cars. So that's the big deal. Sydney, you're back. Yes, yes, yes. I was chasing the bad guy. Sorry. Oh, chasing the bad guy. Okay. Well, that's good. I hope you got him. Okay. So tell us about the Palm Beach Concourse, the second year now, or the second year at this location, third year overall, right? Fourth year. Fourth year. Fourth year. Oh, okay. Correct. So I was um, just what I was saying earlier is um, Casino Royale is actually December 9th, which is Friday, this coming Friday. And this is our first time uh, doing something like that. Each year we're trying to start off the Palm Beach Concours with a fundraiser. This year this year we'll be benefiting the Minimi Foundation, working with kids with cancer and other rare diseases. Last year we actually had a partnership with the Nicholas Children's Hospital, and it was awesome what we did. And this year I wanted to do something different, so I uh, called it the Casino Royale. So it's going to be like a James Bond theme type of thing, where we, it's a black tie event. Uh, we can still um, accept, you know, people to go online and purchase the tickets at palmbeachconcourt.com. We still have a few seats available. It's going to be amazing because you're going to come in. You're going to have the Vegas showgirls there. They're going to receive uh, and greet you. And then we're going to have blackjack tables, roulette tables. So we're going to have a great fun of uh, casino experience between 6 to 8. And then from 8 to 10, we're going to have a sit-down dinner with a live auction with impact auction. Oh, wow. Okay, who's so going to be? That's going to be happening Friday night. Okay, who's going to be hosting the uh, auction? Who's going to be the MC? So actually, we have uh, uh, they're the one who's going to be uh, hosting uh, the, the, the the evening. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to be part of the, obviously, auction with some of really cool items that we're going to have. Uh, but we're looking forward to, we have about uh, 100 uh, seats, and uh, and we're looking forward to have a successful evening. Last year we did uh, the Moulin Rouge French theme with the Can Can Dancers oh. um, at the resort. It was really cool. Uh, but this year, Black Tie, James Bond, and we have a surprise, actually, for our guests that evening. And uh, cannot uh, ruin the surprise, but it's going to be really another amazing uh, fundraiser and amazing way to start the Palm Beach Concourse. Excellent, excellent. All right, so then what takes place on Saturday? Saturday we have uh, Look Home Tour, which is a rally, and we are escorted by Florida Highway Patrol. And we're going to start in the morning around 8.30. We actually, our sponsor for the rally is Rocky's Ultimate Garage. Really awesome, and uh, we're going to start at his garage, and then we're going to go to see two private collections. And then we're going to drive down the coast to uh, A1A, up to the island of Palm Beach, all the way north, and then down where we're going to end up at the Four Seasons Hotel, Palm Beach, for lunch. And all of that is inclusive. We normally limit it to 30 cars, and uh, we're just a little bit above that. And uh, it was just sold out. This is uh, an event that people love. Last year, it was just great. Uh, everybody talked about it. And uh, this year, we, we could have at least had, I think, 60 to 80 cars in the rally, but then you cannot control it. So we try to limit to 30 cars. And uh, again, we're just a little bit uh, above that, but uh, we are excited because it's going to be great. And again, the proceeds of the rally and the weekend, basically, is going to the Mini-Me Foundation. Excellent, excellent. And then on Sunday, the day of the concourse, tell us about that. What can people expect? Yeah, so uh, once more, as you said it earlier, this is our second year at the Banyan Care Resort and Golf. It is actually a Jack Nicholas signature course. It's signature course number 400, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, this year, we're going to have a really nice layout, different than last year, on hole number one. It's about 320 or 325 yards, and it's going to be uh, amazing. We, we, again, we have some great collectors, great cars. We have, if I'm, uh, I believe, 11 classes. And we have on the field that day, we're going to have about 120 vehicles, which includes also some very rare, cool motorcycles. So give us a highlight of some of the co- What about entertainment? Is there going to be entertainment there on Sunday? So uh, on Sunday, well, we're going to have the stage and we're going to have uh, live music and we're going to do the national anthem. We actually have a little girl who is nine years old, I think, nine or ten years old, who's going to sing the national anthem. And uh you should listen to her voice. I mean, it's, it's incredible, and I'm really excited to, to have her that day. And other than this, you know, we're just going to have a good time. We're going to have the VIP tent. We have also uh, Cousin uh, Main Lobster. Our food truck is going to be there, which is really cool. We're going to have our VIP tent where actually our VIPs will come in for a glass of champagne or a glass of wine and uh, enjoy the day. We're going to have a uh, cash bar also in the middle of the field. I mean, it's going to be a really cool, nice setup where you can just walk up and down. We're going to have a class, we call it the Modern Era, which will, uh, it's a new class that we actually uh, came up with. So we can have, for example, Ferraris from the, uh, like the California, the FF, the 488, I mean, Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, uh, special edition, uh, kind of cool cars like this that we're going to have on display as you walk in the field. And then as you go towards the end of the field, you can have all of the other classes with some really, really cool cars. Tell us about some of the classics going to be there. Now, I know, and we'll get into this in a minute, because Palm Beach Classic, you specialize in Mercedes-Benz. So I'm going to guess that you've got a special Mercedes-Benz class this year, correct? We're going to have some really amazing classic Mercedes-Benz on display. You are correct. So tell us about some of those cars. Now, last year you had a couple 300 SLs. You had a Gullwing, a white one there that was a beautiful car. And I think you had 300 S Coupe. So tell us about some of the cars. Okay, so um, there are some really cool cars that are really standing out. uh, And I'm going to read off a a few cars from different classes. We have actually a 1924 Royce Royce Ghost Springfield that is going to be in the pre-war European class. And that is a gorgeous car. Actually, we closed registration, but this car came in this morning, and I called the chief judge, and I said, listen, uh, a car just came in, and I got to tell you uh, what it is. And he goes, well, I just did a whole article on that car not too long ago because Ruben, uh, um, Ruben Bertes, 
Right. That chief judge actually was the past president of the Voice Voice uh, Owners Club for the U.S. So he knows everybody that owns the Voice Voice on Old Bentley. And he goes, oh, my God, that is so funny. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, please take that car because that's a special car. Uh, we have a 1931 Bentley 8-liter uh, tour that's going to be there. Also a gorgeous car. It was actually at the Ocean Reef. Uh, there was a big event that just happened a few days ago. Uh, and then we have the pre-war Americans. I mean, uh, my God, I, I don't want to spoil it, but guys, we're going to have a 1933 Dutch Le Baron uh, at the event. And uh, that is owned by the same collector that won Best in Show last year with a 1929 Duesenberg Model uh, J. And uh, previously he had the 1930 uh, Bugatti uh, in 2020, 2020. So, I mean, uh, he's going to bring uh, the stocks, and I'm, I'm excited to, to show that car to uh, to the event because it's, it's really a spectacular car. Then, of course, we have our post-war Italian cars, post-1975. So we're going to have some Ferrari Tesla Rosas, 512. Uh, we have some really cool cars in that class. Post-war German, we're going to have some Porsche and some uh, uh, newer Mercedes-Benz. Uh, then, of course, you have the post-war German, 1960 to 1975. I mean, it's just, it, the list goes on. We, we have a, a BMW Z1. Now, you know about that car. That door actually goes down uh, into the field of the, of, the, of the chassis of the vehicle, which is pretty amazing. And that car is going to be there also uh, Sunday. Uh, there's a lot of cool cars. I'm looking at the list here. There's some really, really cool cars. Uh, how about There's a, a 1951 Hudson Hornet. Yeah. That is a really cool car. There's a lot of cool history with that car. And then uh, another one that I'm excited to, to have is the 1969 Camaro Yanko. Oh, a Yanko Camaro. A very rare car. Yep. Original car. I mean, uh, really cool. We have actually a few Camaros uh, under the post-war American, post-1960. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, it's exciting. We have some really, really cool cars. How about any racing cars? Anything in the racing car class? Not this year. Not this year. We were trying to get about five cars together, but they were coming from out of state. And because of the holidays and everything else that's been going on, it's been tough to bring those cars in. So this year, we don't really have... Uh, we, we, we're reserving it a class for next year with the nine nine. 17 uh, with some of the older Porsche 962, 964. So next year we're going to have a really special class for that and we're excited to announce it. Uh, but this year we won't have that display. Okay. Who is going to be the uh, the MC this year for the uh, for so, the concourse on Sunday? Yeah, so actually our main host is going to be Justin Bell. Okay. You guys know his father, Derek Bell, right. very well. Five-star mm-hmm. mom. And uh, Derek has been really great with us over the years, uh, you know, as our guest of honor and as a good friend. And last year we had a chat, and uh, Derek and now wants to, you know, sit back and really enjoy the show and, and uh, really walk around and see the beautiful cars. He says, listen, you know what, you know my son, and my son is also uh, a champion race car driver, and uh, he has his own show, and he's so involved with Amelia, with Pebble Beach. He's the host for Pebble Beach and some of the other main concords that like us. And he is our host now moving forward with the Palm Beach Concourse. Excellent, excellent. Now, Justin, I know Justin. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a fun guy. He's correct. So we, we're very, very blessed and very happy to have him this year and uh, to partner up with him. And uh, that's going to be great. We, we have a lot of great things. Uh, who are some of the sponsors that are going to be there? So if people are walking around, who are some of the sponsors? In so other words, you have uh, Aston Martin. Okay. Uh, you have also Super Performance and Hillbanks with Landstander. They provided 40 cars for the movie Ford versus Ferrari, so the Ford GTs and, uh, and the Cobras. Right. So that came from, from him, so he's going to have a very nice display. Okay. We also have Collection Suites. Uh, we have uh, well, I have a list of sponsors there that's going to be great. I mean, we, we have a variety of people uh, that are going to be here coming and supporting the event. And also we have Mark Styles, the artist. Oh. He is the artist at Formula One Miami at the Paddock Club area that did the huge mural with spray cans of a Formula One race car on the wall. Interesting, interesting. So he's going to be there and he's going to do a live, uh, two live artwork. Uh, 
uh, I think he said it was going to be like four by eight vertical pieces that he's going to he's going to do live during the auction. So that's going to be really cool to see that also because he's been very well respected uh, in, in this in this industry with uh, with doing uh, you know artwork like that. Speaking of Formula One, uh, you went to the Formula One in Miami. How was it? Oh, it, it was amazing. We had I brought my son. We had the best experience. And, I mean, we were with Michael Douglas. We met all the drivers. I mean, it was just crazy insane. And I would say if you can have the opportunity to have the experience, I would say go all in. Uh, so it was just amazing. And I tell you, a lot of the drivers and the uh, team principals, I mean, they were very receptive. I mean, at least, you know, we were there, and, and they were really cool. And uh, I tell you, some of the stories and then uh, the people that we met, it was just, it was incredible. Uh, really incredible. How it's was something it, that you have to do once. How was it getting around? I mean, how, how was it, from your perspective, how was the track layout and everything like that? Was it was it pretty easy to get I, around? I think the track was, yeah, I think the track was great. I mean, uh, we were there uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday, at the beginning, we were not too sure. I think that it was still new to everybody. So not knowing where to go to the paddock club, uh, you know, east or west. And, you know, it was confusing to a lot of people, even the people working there. But after that, once you get the map and you figure out the details, it's easy, and you go to the main entrance, and, and it was it was it was easy. And I think everybody had a great time. Uh, again, the first time that you put something together, it's always a little bit, uh, you know, um, difficult at the beginning. But then after that, you put the pieces of the puzzle together, and it, it's easy. So it, it was fine, and I think that it was just awesome what they did. The concert at the end uh, was wonderful, also, uh, and it was just uh, it was just uh, a lot of fun. It was it's a lot of people. I was uh, I was really uh, amazed by the amount of people that I saw there, and after that the turnout and what they announced was just incredible. I mean, it was just it was just crazy. I mean, Miami is crazy overall, anyway, as you know. <laughs> That's true. Now, are they going to have the are they going to have the Formula One race there next year, or is it going to be in Las Vegas? And not no, no. I, my understanding, they have a ten year contract. Oh, they have a ten year contract. Oh, that, that's what I understand. Uh, but uh, they're adding, I believe they're adding uh, Vegas. I think was it for 2023 or 2024? I think for next year they're adding Vegas. 2023, right. Uh, so that's going to be another amazing uh, experience. I mean, to go to Vegas and to, to see the F1 there, uh, wow. I mean, uh, I cannot even imagine how that's going to be. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be crazy. Well, I'm glad to see Formula One's coming to the United States because then that would be Miami, you've got Coda, and then Las Vegas. So that's three races plus uh, Canada. Yeah. So when you said they had entertainment, who was the entertainment at the end of the at the end of the race? Uh, it was Maluma. Uh, oh. It was it's, uh, Latin America uh, pop singer. Really, really cool. Okay. Uh, they were actually a few different areas. They they were different singers and different people, uh, different DJs also. But uh, really, really cool. I mean, uh, Dan Marino actually uh, at the end when he presented the award, he presented the helmet. Uh, I think it was Max. Yeah, it was Max that won that that race. Uh, and then everybody went uh, to the other side and where they had the concert. It was, it was pretty cool. I mean, the crowd you should have seen. When we turned around with my son uh, behind the fence, I, 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 I could swear there was at least, you know, a few thousand people behind us. We were in the VIP area, so literally we were just a few feet away from the main stage. Uh, so that was, that was cool. But when we turned around, we're like, oh, my God, it was just, uh, it was just crazy because that was, the track was right behind. So wow. after that, they opened the track and everybody was on the track in that area. It was just pretty cool. A lot of people. Crazy. All right, so let's talk a few minutes because you're involved with the wheels uh, across the pond. So let's talk a little bit about that because that's coming up here in a couple months, right? In a few months, yeah. April 8th, uh, you are correct. So this year we announced at the award ceremony uh, me taking over the whole event. So I am the new owner of Wheels Across the Pond. I'm really excited. This is an awesome event that Neil Archer started in 2007. And uh, he really grew it to really an amazing event. So this is a car show. It's a People's Choice Award uh, event. So the awards that you're getting, we I think we give about 150 awards. And that's all People's Choice Award. And we have about 50 different classes. It's located at Collin Park in Jupiter. And uh, it's another great show. I mean, I had about 500 vehicles. I called some of the collectors and uh, and our friends, you know, with the Palmish Concourse. They listen, you got to bring some crazy cars to, to wheels across the pond. And we had a Delahaye there. We had a 1925 Royce Royce Piccadilly that was there, uh, owned by Guy Lewis. 
it was just really cool. I, I, I just, um, I, I think this year was just amazing. And for the first time, I decided to bring the Easter Bunny because after all, this is a family event. And the Easter Bunny came in and we had about 40 kids. And um, I put money in some of the golden eggs, like $5, $10. And people were like, what is going on? So they had, the kids were like confused and they loved it. I mean, they're like, oh, the Easter Bunny was very generous this year. So, and that's something I want to do each year. I want to bring something new. I want to have, you know, the children involved with the event, and it's a family event. So, again, close to 500 vehicles. Uh, it was just really busy, and people were just loving it. So, it's, a, it's the largest British and European car show on the East Coast. Now, it started out strictly as a British car show. So, my understanding was, because I was there this year also, and this year it was open to all European marks, correct? You are correct. So, we, we, we had uh, you know uh, different classes. Yes, we had a lot of Porsche. Uh, I think we had a few Lamborghinis, we had a couple uh, Ferraris, but uh, we are opening uh, the class for the European uh, cars, yes. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. It's a special event. Now, tell us if you give us a few. Uh, you're involved with Palm Beach Classics. Tell us what Palm Beach Classics is. So, Palm Beach Classics. I started uh, that company about 15 years ago, and to me, it was just a dream come true. It's just a passion more than anything else. And what we do is we have three locations, and we do pretty much everything in house. We restore and we specialize in classic Mercedes-Benz. So, on the West Coast, you no, know, uh, the largest is. Mercedes-Benz Classic Center. And then on the East Coast, we, we're pretty much there. I mean, we have uh, about 15,000 square feet total uh, facility where we do everything in-house, mechanic, restoration, cutting, welding, prep work. We do upholstery work. And uh, we also have a parts department. So we work very closely with the Classic Center. So as long as we can order the parts the same day, let's say by 3 o'clock or 4, 4 p.m., the next day at 11 o'clock in the morning, I get all my parts. So that's really awesome to have such a tight relationship with them. And uh, But it, it, listen, we have clients that bring us some other vehicles. So when I can, in my schedule, I will bring something different. We just did some work on the 1956 T-Bird, beautiful car. Uh, right now we're working on the project on the 1957 Corvette, all original, one owner, unrestored. And so sometimes we just bring something different so the guys can just have a little bit of excitement see something else other than Mercedes-Benz at the shop uh, every day. Yeah, so this is uh, this is really my main focus with Palm Beach Classics is the restoration and uh, more and more trying to focus with some beautiful cars that we can get ready for our clients for the Concours or wherever they are uh, throughout the U.S. to represent and the work that, that, that we do, yeah. Very good. Sydney, so co- let's go back to the Concours now. Of all the cars that are going to be participants in the concourse, is there any particular car that stands out to you that you kind of like uh, is 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 like special to you? In other words, you're besides the Rolls Royce, obviously, and besides the Mercedes Benz, what other cars there really pique your interest? What other car there was something that wow? If I uh, if I had the extra room in my garage, I'd like to have that. Uh, that 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 is not fair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tough question. I know. <laughs> Yeah, because all the cars are really beautiful, and uh, and, and I do have uh, my bucket list. I do have a list of cars that I would like to uh, uh, to own and to add to my collection, to my private collection. Uh, tough one. Um, you know, I, I'm liking that uh, the Superbird. Oh, Superbird. Uh, okay. I, that excites me. I mean, remember, I'm from Europe, and and, and you know, some of the American cars, uh, post-war American cars, uh, I just think I think spectacular. The muscle cars and. And I think that the Superbird is a car that I really uh, would like to possibly uh, own one day. And they've gone up. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, I'm not Ferraris. I mean, of course, I mean, uh, having a 265 or even a Daytona, like uh, the one that we're going to have uh, uh, at the Concorde, the 1972. It's actually, the if you're going to be there, yes. uh, watch for that 1972 Ferrari Daytona. It's a, it, it won, I think, 10 Platinum Awards with Cavalino. It's a very, very significant vehicle that is going to be there. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, there's, there's some really cool cars there that uh, it, it's tough, really. Um, so Mercedes-Benz is not fair uh, for me to, to tell you which one I, I'm really excited to see. Um, uh, I'm going to share with you. It's the number one 600 long wheelbase 600 Pullman that is going to be there at the show. Oh, wow. It's in, the, in the nation, yeah. 
Uh, I'm excited. I've seen pictures of the car, but it's going to be here. Mercedes 600 what was the production run from a Mercedes 600 there was like uh, from 65 to 72 wasn't it I think you are correct uh, and the production was very low uh, let me see I think that uh, the, the pool man it was it was a short wheel bait right and the Pullman, uh, and they made from 63 to 19, actually it was 1981, and there was a total build of um, 428 long wheel baits, but a lot of them have been destroyed or uh, you know, in junkyards or in an accident or whatever. There's not that many left out there. I would not be surprised, honestly, if I would tell you, there would be probably less than maybe 80 of them left in the world, complete. Wow. Now, they built about uh, 2,600 total. That's including, of course, the short wheelbase, which was a production of over 2,000 units. And then the Landolet, uh, they they said there was 59 of them, but I only know of two of them known to exist. Wow. All right, well, we're up against the clock. So if people want to find out more about the Palm Beach Concourse, how do they go about doing it, Sydney? So go ahead and you can purchase your tickets at palmbeachconcourse.com. You can also call the office if you would like to purchase your tickets directly or even join us for the Casino Royale. And the phone number is 561-568-8882. And again, the website is palmbeachconcord.com. Great. And if they want to find about Palm Beach Classics and Mercedes-Benz, how do they do that? palmbeachclassics.com. Very simple. Very simple. Well, Sydney, thank you very much for hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Reader and Cars. Look forward to seeing you this weekend. I'll be there on Sunday, and uh, it should be a great show. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you, Robert, and uh, it's always my pleasure, and uh, thank you for having me on the show, and I will see you in a few days. Very good. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. I want to thank my listeners for tuning into Nostalgic Radio Cars. I want to thank my special guest, Sidney Vallon, founder of the Palm Beach Concourse and the owner and proprietor of Palm Beach Classics. In the meantime, I want all you guys to check us out here every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. on the Tan Talk Radio Network. Don't forget to get out and drive your cars. I got more car stories. We got a very special guest coming up next week. We're going to be talking about some real unusual classics. So don't forget to tune in again. We'll play some cool music like we used to do. We're getting ready for the holidays. So Yep, uh, Christmas special will be on December 20th and New Year's special on December 27th. Okay, so we're going to have uh, probably somebody exciting, somebody interesting we'll have on our show. So we're not sure who it is yet. Well, we are kind of sure who it is, but it's a surprise. But in the meantime, I want to see everybody out there driving their cars. And stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. WDCF Big City. FM 102.3. WZHR Zephyr Hills. FM 104.3. Listen.